0: Start. You've huh? had you've had five months.
1: I know, but I'm trying to th- realize. Wait, how do I wh- like? How do I bring it up? <laughs> how do you bring it up
0: Just, I'll bring it up for you in the intro. Don't worry, I got you. Oh yeah see how go okay. it goes. Okay. and uh, I realize it's still May. But June's right around the corner here when we come out. These, are gonna, these episodes are going to be the last two weeks of May. And I'll say a couple things before we
2: get started here, and Aaron's leading the conversation. One,
0: after you watch part one or part two or both, if you want to have a more one-on-one conversation with me and you know me personally, feel free to reach out. Let's have that conversation. Don't feel like, oh, I can't have that conversation. We can't talk about that. That's why we're talking about this here to begin with. Okay. This is something I talked to Aaron about, uh, prepared him a little bit back in January. Be like, hey, June's coming up. This happens every June. Let's talk about this. This isn't for personal clout, for personal anything else. It's more along the lines of, hey, this is reality. And uh, I, I asked Aaron to lead the conversation, and he graciously agreed to lead this conversation. He may feel a little nervous about it. He may not know how to start things off, but that's okay. That being said, if you are happening to listen to this with children in the room, my recommendation maybe is listen to it first on your own and then decide if it's appropriate to bring children in on this conversation. It's not appropriate for every age, obviously. That's why there's a big battle, controversy ruling in our schools right now about things like this. So use wisdom and discernment. This is really intended for adults, in all honesty. But like I said, if, if you know me personally, And if you know me personally, you probably have my phone number, reach out. Um, If you want to have a further conversation or you have questions, or even if you have disagreements, that's fine. I think we can have a conversation about this and I think it could be good. That being said, we all know June is pride month. Okay. And for those of you who are knowing me, you're probably going like, what the heck (laughs) is going on? You're like, No. And I asked Aaron to lead a conversation or ask the questions that maybe he's wanted to ask or just wants to ask in general. Because as Aaron's known as a couple other guys have known that I've been close to for what? A while now. You guys have known this about me, right? A while. Yeah, well, because, yeah, I would say so, because okay.
1: even like when, even when, like the last time we had talked about it, it was like, I already had thought to some degree, pretty much already told me some, some time beforehand. So I was like, wait a minute, I was like, why you, did you not think I didn't know this? But then <laughs> at the same time, I was like, oh, maybe you just never really, I guess, no, we're never like, just like straight out about it. Just.
0: I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It's just like, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah. Aaron's probably been one of the guys that's known probably the longest. Um Josh and Andy. Probably second longest in those in those <laughs> phrases. I was gonna be like, who's Josh? <laughs> <laughs> who's Josh? Whoops. <laughs> 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 yeah. Whoops. <laughs> um those are probably the two that I've known second longest in regards to everything mm-hmm. as well. And so let's just get on with it here my name is paul i'm a same-sex attracted christian male mm. i do not affirm gay marriage i do not affirm gay relationships and let's get on with the conversation aaron off to you well you already answered some of my <laughs> questions that's good <laughs> no um man yeah that
1: was wow that was a, s- a lot more than i Thought the intro is gonna be. Um, no, yeah, I was looking back at it. I mean, I I thought it was the one time we went to Lacrosse. I you mean, know, how how long ago was that though? It
0: was a couple of years ago, and, and I told you I had at that point when I told you about that, I told you I had struggled with it in the past. I tried to make it in the past. I didn't say I was mm-hmm. still fully engaged with, it, with you know, it. Um, It might have been still a part of you know what uh-huh. I was going through, but it wasn't the full this is what I'm doing th- th- right. the issue with uh, I was right. still trying to at that time when we went to lacrosse yeah I was still trying this sounds horrible you know in all honesty I probably owe a couple of women some uh, apologies saying <laughs> that uh, so that that is that, I'm, I'm
1: guessing for where you're going that's kind of part of like one of my questions kind of like in here because um, like I guess my first question was going to be, I was like for you, I guess, I don't know. Like, I guess. Did like, I guess when did it start, I guess for you, I okay. guess it was my, kind of like my question whereas like, where did I guess what well, is you hear some people and say, you know, like you're, you were born this way sort of thing. Like you were born out the bat, like just naturally always had that, I guess that attraction. Um, or was it something that developed later on in life? And I guess if, obviously, however far you kind of want to go into that. All right. L- is, is, l- let's break yeah. down.
0: Let's break down that question first. Okay. Yeah. Cause that one, that one might be a a little longer one here. For sure. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. People will always go, are you born? You know, cause that's a question that's being asked all the time. Oh, are, are people just born that way? Or are they made that way? Blah, 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 blah. I am not of the
2: full,
0: I'm not fully convinced that you're born gay, Mm -hmm. straight, or gay, or lesbian, or whatever, Mm -hmm. bisexual. Um, Now, there's been some research that's been done. Um, A person that, if you're interested in more in this, uh, Christopher Yuan great guy to Mm. go and listen to i know i've mentioned him before so if any of you have been paying attention and putting together (laughs) pieces (laughs) you know besides Aaron here everything's uh, been all of a sudden you're like wait chris oh Um, (laughs) anyways so he 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 doesn't have a phd in genetics or anything so take this with a grain of salt you know he was did his own research on things you know and reading the other studies out there because at one point Time magazine actually put out, uh, you know, a magazine said, we found the gay gene. We found the gene yeah. that, that makes people gay. Well, yeah. when you actually study it, no, they didn't. it doesn't. Mm. And even when you have like twins born with the same genetic code that have this gay gene, it's not a guarantee that both of them will be gay. It's not even, it, 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 it most of the time, maybe one is when the, the other isn't. And they're mm. raised in the same environment, same genetics. Right, what becomes a differentiator? It's things they do on their own, things they're exposed to, you know, things right. that are going to be slightly different. So, born that way, you know, I, I know that's the popular phrase and the trend right. and the song and that. I say
1: that's the Lady Gaga song. Yeah,
0: born this way. I don't. I don't believe that. Okay, yeah. i what I do believe is we are all born sinful. We are. We're all born that way. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is. In our spiritual and our genetic code right from the get-go, thank you, Adam and Eve. <laughs> okay? got <laughs> done, screwing it up. You know, that, that, that is definitely something that did happen. We are born mm. that way in that regard. Born gay, bisexual, lesbian. No, I don't think so. Mm. Um, there are definitely things for me that I think, I, as I look back, I, I can definitely see shaped some of that. Some of that mm. was self-inflicted. Mm -hmm. My own sin, things I did, some of that was not self-inflicted. For example, one thing that I remember that still rings really through my memory. I was in uh, sixth grade. Sixth grade. Yeah. Yeah. Man, going back to middle school. (laughs) Jersted Middle School. Jersted. Yep. Here in uh, good old Racine. Uh, Up on the north side. Yeah. Okay. Because that's where my family lived. That's where I went to middle school at.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: It was real close. Great. It was science class, sixth grade. I remember this. Because it was one of the first times I even questioned anything about me.
2: Like, okay. and, I, and I'm
0: not saying this is anything that, uh, like, this was a revelation or anything. But, you know, mm-hmm. you know, got kids guys especially at that age we're jerks. We're, yes. There, there's uh-huh. there, still are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm using polite language in that yeah. cuz sixth grade guys yeah. are just We're 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 a special kind of stupid. Yeah, let's go with that. Um <laughs> but I remember that class uh bec- primarily because I don't you know I wasn't and still not uh, one of the very athletic guys, you know, in high school, if you're a guy, you're, you're the athletic, you're the jock, you're the, you're the, yeah.
3: you're the whatever.
0: Team. I wasn't that. I was more the science guy. I was more the guy that enjoyed the cooking in, in that, you know, home act in that. Yeah. We had home <laughs> ec classes. Yeah. See, that's not <laughs> what they, that, is, that's not what they called me though. Oh no. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know. So it was, Sixth grade oh, science class. Yeah. I forgot exactly what led up to it, but I remember it was just a bunch of guys, and they were being dumb, and they are going, you need to stop. Basically, a bunch of gay slurs at me. Just because you weren't the jock dude.
1: And
2: well, I, I guess, some, no. Something else yeah. might have been
0: happening in class. I don't remember exactly right. what led up to that, right. and that happened, and I remember that made me... A, it, it upset me greatly. I mm-hmm. I was crying and I left out in the hallway in that. And, yeah. th- you know, that was one of the first things. And, and you know, that kind of stuck around there too. That's yeah. why I said. Some of the stuff wasn't my sin. Some of it was, it was other, th- deflected, deflected other things going you. against me, you know. Mm-hmm. And then as far as my own sin, and I know we talked about this oh, a few episodes ago, you know, it was like, I don't remember exactly how many episodes ago it was, but it was in 2023 where we were talking about it. And the topic came up like, oh, yeah, the first time found porn and all that. Oh, right. Uh, mm-hmm. You know what? For whatever reason. And maybe it was part, you know, part of that, part of other things, you know. may, You know, there, there's a whole bunch of studies like, oh, you know, people become gay because maybe they don't have a strong male model in their life maybe this or this or this mm. whatever combination it is i don't know right but uh, i'll say this from the get-go from the get-go the porn i found was probably no i shouldn't say pry <laughs> it, it was of that gay variety mm.
1: <laughs> um one of my uh, i was already just thinking in my head i was like even like as Kids, I mean, for me, when I was, I was I was a little dude. I mean, very curious about oh, yeah. things, and I mean, even for, and like for me, I think, oh, what was it? I mean, when I when I first started, I guess when I was kind of like yeah, when I was introduced to porn, was at a buddy's house, and that was very uncomfortable. Um, but then obviously having that door open to me, I was like, oh. Now I know what to look at for on my computer. So then when I started bringing it to my home, I mean, even, and I guess like for me, uh, actually, I I don't know, like, yeah, looking back, I, I, I also did dabble in the gay porn site stuff at one point. I don't know if that's, I, I guess, I don't know how necessarily I came across it. Mm-hmm. But like, I mean, yeah, being introduced to that at a, like a young age, I mean, that's definitely, that, ha- that, that's has kinda, a, that has a effect on you. <laughs> that's going to warp your taste. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, goodness, this is maybe, <laughs> maybe I'm going to have some of my own moments right here, right now. Shoot. Hot diggity. Um, no, because like that is, Um. goodness. Yeah. I just, I like looking back at it now, there's definitely some things like I know I've done in, in my past where it's like looking back, I was like, dude, this is gross. Um, mm-hmm. as far as like, no, it never, it never got to the point of where there's actually like, I I guess any like oral or, or like actual like, well, yeah, no oral or like sort of intercourse happening, um, as a kid, but like, yeah, I, oh goodness. I remember, um, being with one friend and obviously being at, uh, at a dude's house um we, we had we had gotten done watching some stuff on t v We probably shouldn't have been watching as kids, well just in general, and wanted to i guess read
3: of it but we, we didn't go to this. this sounds
1: horrible right now yes, it does, but, but like we wanted. There, there was, there was definitely that wanting to like the to, to have that. The curiosity of what, okay, and it didn't involve it. It didn't involve like yeah, any like actual like intercourse or any like anal sex or any stuff uh-huh. like that. It was more of like just like the physical hugging and stuff like that, and it it got it got weird quick, and I was like, dude, no, uh, uh. Uh-uh. So, but I mean, yeah, I, I for even for myself, like I there was times where. I mean, yeah. As looking through porn and stuff like that, there was a ton of like gay porn. That stuff that came along the way, and it's crazy how just that little bit, like I guess for me, even like it, it started to warp the mind a little bit. Yeah, it does. And now, and again, this is where, you know, as you.
0: <sighs> by the way, this is all new to me right now. <laughs>
1: no, yeah, this is all new to you. Yeah, yeah I haven't I- told any of this. <laughs> I'm like now I'm telling the world. So I'm like, (laughs) okay. um." Yeah, how do you take that one? Um, Gosh. Uh, But it's just, to me, like, it's crazy what's out there now for kids. And I mean, you wonder why it's such a big thing, because it's so available and ready, well, readily available. And now, like, kind of, as you kind of talked about in the intro for, like, our schools and whatnot, it's being... Like there's stuff being taught about you know all this gender. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you your gender
0: that. identity and drag races and all that. Yeah, yeah it's and it's only going to get worse, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, there's. I'm trying to debate how to, if I should say this or not because there's mm-hmm. a lot of. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say it, whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we gave a you gave a fair warning to whoever was watching this. Yeah. If there's anybody that shouldn't
1: be listening to this.
0: Turn it off. (laughs) Turn it off. Yeah. So I'm going to say my experience based on this. And I'm only going to be able to extrapolate based on that to current times that Mm -hmm. it's probably a lot worse. Okay. So, you know how you're saying, you know, it's getting worse and that. And (laughs) I say that too. A, the proliferation of porn out there. And all of us have essentially a phone,
1: computer in our hands, a
0: computer kids see it as the social media porn hub 24 7 access device mm-hmm. okay that's why people are getting so upset that utah is now it's great i love it i actually think it should happen in more states um so utah oh. recently added in the age verification for access to porn right and oh i oh they i oh. yeah they pass it it's 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 enacted it's going through right so oh. Pornhub in relation, in retaliation blocked all of Utah from getting access to Pornhub because they're Good. like, they're like, you know, we can't do this <laughs> validation, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And so all these people are getting upset. They're trying to use VPNs to get around the block, all this other stuff. Okay. Going on. I'm like, that should be a national wide thing, but that, that starts eating up my libertarian <laughs> side thing, regardless of that fact. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that proliferation, that access to the porn and as you even said and again this is all news to me so i'm like yeah a little a little in shock over here at what's going on um i don't know if you had planned to share that or not or just decided you know,
1: to kind of like came up to my mind as before we started this i was like thinking back i was like i was like man i was like you've dabbled in some weird stuff to your own so i was
0: like shoot eh, well now as well be the time okay um but <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. yeah, the porn deranges, right? Yeah, we we know that we've seen that in studies, and that we've now starting to see guys who are growing up who have engaged in porn for how decades now. It yeah. seems like it, it. It seems like decades. whoa actually it actually is decades. We're we're three. Internet was freely available in 20, 2000 Dial up still, but it was freely available. We we're starting to get DSL that was really starting to be propagated everywhere. So. My earlier years of college and that, right? there, are, and I hate to admit this. Hmm. Um, it, it's one of the one. there's a lot of things I regret in life. There's a lot. This is definitely yeah. high on the list. Yeah. Um, I spent a lot of time in chat rooms. Oh, okay. Gay yeah, chat that, rooms. Gay, gay chat rooms, okay? Yeah. The things that I saw
2: in there Mm. would make
0: most people disgusted made me disgusted to be honest Mm -hmm. um that that was part of the thankfully the thing that got me to start wising up and straightening up and literally (laughs) yes (laughs) okay Uh, uh, pun intended but not fully but yeah yeah Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) but one of the things that i saw in there that Mm if it was this bad back then. So when I say back then, I'm talking early 2000s. Who knows how Imagine how much worse it is now. Where I saw guys, dads, bragging about abusing their kids. Kids that were seven, eight, nine years old.
2: Those kids stand no chance of having a normal, well-adjusted life.
0: We're all concerned over here about drag queens in schools. We're all concerned about teaching gender identity to little Sam or Samantha (laughs) in first and second grade. Yes. Yeah. Police, FBI, you need to investigate those rooms more. Yeah. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, if you go into one of those rooms, mm-hmm. you look for certain keywords. And I get and those keywords might have changed over the years. I don't know. Okay. Hopefully they have. I don't know. But if you look at those keywords, and for people who talk around those keywords, mm. Those are the people that you got to worry about.
3: Hmm.
0: And you go, well, not everyone. Yes, not everyone. I agree, 100%. I'm not saying stigmatize the entire gay community. Right. I'm not saying label every gay person a pedophile. But I'm saying it's enough of a problem back then that now it's still an issue. Look what happened recently on Twitter. Someone started posting around hmm. uh, uh, the new addition to the LGBT flag, hmm. basically saying this is the pedophile acceptance flag huh. because it's not bad. It should be accepted. Duh, duh, duh. People in Minnesota were trying to remove out of the laws that specifically they're removing the pedophile portions from the laws to make them a protected sexual identity. MAP, which we all know minor attractive person, is trying to be something that is accepted. We're seeing academics now is trying to give lectures and papers saying pedophilia is natural if the child consents. We're talking about a person who can't consent to things like tattoos or body modifications,
3: well. <laughs> outside of
0: gender reassignment surgeries and that, yeah. but you can't, uh, you know, they can't uh, they can't sign up for a social media account under 13. They can't get a piercing under a certain age. They can't get a tattoo under 18, can't drink under 21, can't buy a firearm under 21. They can't do all these things because these are adult things, but yet they somehow can somehow consent to, to sex with another guy, yeah. to changing their gender, to taking hormone blockers. Are you kidding me?
2: And we wonder why it's getting worse. Now, here's the thing. And I want to make this crystal clear. But first
0: off, before we go anywhere else, mm-hmm. I believe in, in the Christian tradition of man, woman, sex, mm-hmm. marriage. Well, marriage. Okay. Sex. Yeah. Yeah. That's marriage, sorry. sex. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just listing <laughs> yes, all these. No, all I, I, know, all I, right. <laughs> I understand yeah. that there are going to be people outside the Christian community who are like, well, I'm, um, committed to my same sex partner
2: in a marriage, whatever.
0: This might sound a little weird in the, in the context, but this is what I got to say, you know, for me, I have to follow what Christ says. For those who aren't Christian, guess what? They don't have to follow what the Bible says. Correct. Okay. So I'm not sitting here and going to go off and, you know, say, oh, You know, you who don't profess to be Christian, you can't be in a marriage. I think that's a whole other conversation. I think most of what I'm talking about is confined to what I believe, Mm -hmm. which is Christ, the Bible, Christian, and how all this relates to it. We want to talk about as society relates to it as a whole, outside of these other things, Mm -hmm. like pedophiles and that, you know. It it, it it amazes me when looking on YouTube and all that. People won't even see, say the P word, porn. They'll say corn because they're afraid of being blocked by YouTube. Oh, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a big thing. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I don't care. We get blocked. We're not monetized anyways right now. Who cares? <laughs> We're available on Rumble, too. Thanks, YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but so... So my conversation, my answers, you know, on this outside of those illegal things, which to be honest, guess what? There's a lot of guys who identify as gay who are going to be against that sort of crap too. That's, right. that's why there's, there's that Twitter account. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Gays against groomers. Mm-mm. Yeah. So it's a bunch of gay people, non-Christian mostly, who are against like the pedophiles, the drag queens in the schools and that. They're mm-hmm. against all that and they get a lot of hate and blowback yeah. because they're not following the narrative. So I, I want I wanted to say that that all these answers that I'm giving for you are in that realm of a Christian in the church, not a non-Christian in society. Cause I think those are two different conversations
3: mm-hmm. that
0: need to have for the most part on how a lot of these things relate. Because some of these things, you know, the non-Christians go, Well, I don't believe in Christ. I don't believe in the Bible. You know what? Uh, they're not going to be under those same rules those same this is editor paul in the future after hearing myself and how i just kind of word saladed that and i didn't like how i said that in the video so i decided to insert this little uh little addendum clip here so what i said in that clip was that you know non christians are not under the the law of that and while that is technically true in the end and I want to, this is what I want to add in here in the end, we're all, whether we believe in God or not, we all will bow and bend the knee to God, to Jesus in the end. And where we, we can't say, oh, I, we, I didn't know about this law. I didn't know about that. We'll all be judged. The same. We'll all be judged under the law. We'll all be judged by God for our sins that we commit. And the difference is that if you're a believer, your name is written in the book of life and it's a different judgment than if your name is not in the book of life. So when I say we're not, um, the non-believers are not under the law in that regard. Yes. But I want to add that little distinction in there because as Christians, we are called to follow and live what is in the Bible. We are called to continue to live our faith at all times to do these things and I wasn't as clear as I wanted to be in during the recording. And I felt it important enough for editor Paul to come in, jump in and add this clip in. All right, let's get back. Things. No. Now there are some things that we go, well, these are natural things. These are things. Yes, I get it. hundred percent agree. But guess what? The person who isn't a Christian isn't going to understand that at first. And they're not going to be like, well, these natural laws that you speak of, we need to follow they're going to be like, this is what I I want. And and, and that's why there has to be conversations. I think multiple conversations at multiple steps at multiple levels. Hmm. There are some things that are universal and some things are true for someone who's trying to follow God properly. I think that that, that's how I look at it. So I just just (laughs) want to make that clear because, and I say that, hi Vlad. Um, He's a guy from work who listens. Yeah. He has a husband. Yeah. I, I, and I want you to understand that, Vlad. I don't think any different of you. And if you want to have a conversation about this, man, let, let, let's, have, let's have that. Mm. Um, we can go for drinks after work or um, take an afternoon off at work and just go do something and, and go down to the coffee shop or something like mm. that. Look, man, I want you to understand no bad feelings towards you at all, ever. Mm. And I, I, that a lot of this what I'm talking about is for the Christian inside the Christian context. That wants to follow the Bible,
3: mm-hmm.
0: so hmm. I, I just want to make that part. Yeah, clear. gets a special shout out. How lucky,
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, man. Yeah, I, that's where I was going to also. I did. I well, obviously had questions on like regarding the
0: church and whatnot. Okay, let let's hear Um it. But just <laughs> oh, you did? Did I, I jumpstart another question in your head there? Of course, you did. Okay. No. <laughs>
1: Uh, so, um, so for you, cause you, you, you'd brought up kind of like where it all kind of started. Well, I, yeah, where it all started mm-hmm. sort of thing. Um, I guess, yeah, no, that, that does kind of bring up a couple of questions or as far as like, so for you, go for it, just cause you well, you just have to remind me cause I'm sure I've asked this before. And my brain is great at remembering things.
0: Um, it also
1: wasn't recorded. So <laughs> <laughs> Um, for you, what, when did, when did you, I guess, make that, I guess, change as far as like be, being a Christian for you? When, when in your life did that happen? I guess, but even so, and this is where I'm kind of going, like, so even before, so was that. After sixth grade? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. And then, so from that time beforehand, I guess,
0: I don't know. Did you, hmm. Trying to think. Okay. So I'll let you think here for a second. Right. Okay. Okay. So when I became a Christian, Mm -hmm. that would have been, I would have been 14. Yes. At the time. Okay. That would have been. I believe around my eighth or ninth grade year. Right. So yeah, shortly. Not it, too it, long. It afterwards. would have been. Yeah. It would have been like eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. That time frame. It would have. Been, it was June, so it was between school years. My dad had the previous winter undergone brain surgery
2: um, for cancer, brain cancer,
0: to remove a tumor. He, after the brain surgery, underwent radiation and chemotherapy as well.
2: And for a while, like in May timeframe, things look good. They're like, oh, he's clear. Great. Awesome. Mm -hmm. June comes around one month later. Remember, I'm 14. And
0: he gets the, it's back message. And the one thing that he did say was that he would not do chemo or radiation again because he was it made him feel horrible, made him feel sick. Oh. Mm-hmm. And so that was pretty much the the death knell. We knew what was coming. We didn't know how fast we knew it was coming. Yep. And
2: I started Asking what
0: what happens after death. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause here I am, 14, being faced with the death of my dad mm-hmm. in front of me. What happens to him when he dies? What's next? It can't be just this blank, eternal, faceless void of nothingness, can mm-hmm. it? Right. Cause if so, that's Pointless.
2: It's hopeless.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: Now, and I think I've told you this. My dad was not, how do I put this? He wasn't a Christian per se, he was very
0: religious. Mm. I remember from day one that I can remember it was a Sunday tradition. You wake up, he made us pancakes, we went to church. When we were down in North Carolina, the church we went to, all I remember is this big white building. Hmm. But we always sat like in this back room, far away from the congregation, didn't really interact with anyone. Didn't do anything. Didn't do kids' church, Sunday school, nothing like that. We just walked Hmm. in, went to there, listened, went home. That's how it was when we moved
2: in to Wisconsin as well. We went to fellowship all that time, Hmm. and we would sit in the back,
0: leave. No youth group, no Sunday school, nothing. Hmm. There was a little bit of time when he was sick that he tried taking us to Sunday school, but that didn't last long. Then, obviously, he passed away. So again, church had been a big part of my life. We were there every Sunday. Mm -hmm. It was something we always did. It was a routine. It It didn't mean anything. Yeah, it was just a motion to go through. A very, yeah, it was a motion to go to where we got pancakes before we went every Sunday. It Mm -hmm. wasn't, it was a part of the trip during the day. It wasn't a destination to go to and learn or do anything. And I remember Pastor Dave was doing actually a sermon on what happens after you die. It was June. Hmm. of that year 1997 which date in June specifically I can't tell you I just know it was June Sunday on a Sunday in 1997 how do I know it was 1997 because I was 14 and my dad would pass away that December that's kind of burned into my head pretty good yeah okay but he had that conversation that he had that sermon on what happens when you die and that's when I, I guess you could say, I decided I wanted to be saved, mm. but I didn't really start following properly then. Right. It still took me oh. a few years to learn how to follow properly and dealing with all this junk that was building inside of me. Mm-hmm. I mean, during, but in the, in the, in the following years, I mean. Depression, suicidal ideation, this thing, SSA, same sex attraction stuff, all that fighting in me at the same time, trying to build. I mean, and I didn't. The first time I
2: stepped foot in youth group Mm -hmm. was after my dad died. Whoa. I had never been to youth group before. So I didn't know what was going on. I didn't have connections with any of these people.
0: I remember at my dad's funeral. And I think, I, I don't have confirmation, but I think I know what happened. Pastor, I think Pastor Dave intervened in this one. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, I had no relationship with from youth group. They appeared at my dad's funeral. They're around my age. Mm-hmm.
2: And they came up and talked to me. Never talked to them before. One of those guys, Nathaniel Brash became one of
0: my best fr- my best friends until he passed away like i said you remind me a lot of him <laughs> you really do
1: i just don't have the glorious beard you had <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah but you also have hair on your head yes <laughs> you exactly <laughs> um so yeah i never stepped foot in youth group until after that and then you know here i come in as an outsider and you know nathaniel he helped a lot because yeah. he tried to include me in things, but me and him weren't really the closest and it took a while for that to happen. But eventually it did. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> you asked when, and the, the, so that's, 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 that's that's a long answer. No, um, yeah. I really awesome. didn't, I'll be honest. i really didn't get serious about my faith in that mm. until I was probably like 21, 22 around that age. I was in college and that already. Mm-hmm. So it, it took me a while before I got serious. I played on the edges. I, yeah. I I faked. I played on the team. I wasn't as serious as I should have been. And a
2: lot of that was me,
3: I guess,
0: trying to be self-reliant to the fact that I wasn't open to any of those people about anything going on. Cool. No, no one. Right. Not even a... Th- not even Nathaniel never knew about my SSA. Hmm. He knew about my about my depression and that. Mm-hmm. He came to find out about that later in life. But he didn't know about that part. That part took me a lot longer to start opening up to people about. Well, I mean, there's
1: always such a, I mean, there has obviously been such a, I guess, you always see bad reactions happening, uh, like, with it, when anyone in the church would, I mean, talk about that it's like you'd always get such a nasty backlash on the whole topic thing where it's like i mean yeah you just if if, as soon as you were to probably mention it i mean it's i guess it's that unknown of who is gonna freak out and just go off on this and i guess i guess in my eyes also just wrongfully i guess well i guess go off on somebody yeah th-
0: there there's a big stigma against yes a lot of things in the church okay yes there is um let's be honest uh but there's also a big stigma against people who have who deal with this on uh-huh. a normal basis um i'll be honest the first time i talked with you or andy i wasn't sure how either of you would react i i i yeah. I, I wasn't Right. And that wasn't because I didn't trust you guys. The only reason I even brought it up was because I there's trusted you tr- yeah. implicitly. There was no question of the trust, but still there's that part that goes, are they just going to out of hand reject me? Yeah. There's, that there, fear. there's a, still that fear. Now I'm part of an online group. Um, it's an accountability group of other guys in my situation it is heartbreaking to read the number of guys who talked about this or brought this forward to maybe their church leaders and were immediately dismissed or immediately asked to leave Mm. or immediately removed from any positions in which they were serving. Mm. And I want to make this also part crystal clear for anyone who knows me. I didn't leave my previous church because Mm. of an issue with that. Um, I, I, I did talk to pastor Dave pretty late in the, in the cycle of things, Yeah, but there was no, like, get out of here. There was no, like, you can't serve anymore. It was all right. How can we help you? Yeah. How can we keep you going? There wasn't any condemnation. There wasn't any, you can't serve anymore. So I I think I told you that. Yeah. Uh, okay, but I just yes. want to make it clear for anyone who knows me as well and goes, "Wait, you just changed churches recently? Was this part of is it?" This is- no, this wasn't. A, this wasn't part of the deal yeah. at all. There, there is no hostility there from any of that. It's mm-hmm. all good. But we're that that wasn't that wasn't factored into the whole situation at all. Yeah, it's funny because I'm um,
1: saying as you bring that up it brings me to a question that i have towards the bottom here but it was that was one thing like when we had had that conversation <laughs> can't remember how 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 well how you set it up or how you brought it up or whatnot but it was like the whole thing i was like how do you identify sort of thing <laughs> yep like and i, I and I no, I think I, I'm pretty sure I said it, but I was like, because you kind of surprised me or took me off guard on what, how you responded to that was the whole thing is I'm a Christian that mm-hmm. has, you know, just struggles
0: with this sin and whatnot. Like, yeah. so, so my exact phrasing was I'm a Christian who struggles slightly different. Different. Yes. Yes. And <laughs>
1: I love. How it's, I mean, I, I, I loved that because it's like, for those that just, I mean, think that's some, well, I mean, we treat it like a taboo kind of subject, but it's like, for those that are just like, how can that be sort of thing? It's, I mean, I guess you just look at sin is sin.
0: Yes, but I also but, think it's also very distinctly different in, in this regard. Okay. Uh, um, okay, so. Remember why I said I, I identify as a Christian who struggles slightly D- different. Okay, I have a slightly different stru- struggle than you know you do. I guess the but I, the root right. of the root of it's still the same. Mm-hmm. You know, just okay. Instead of you know, like you might have trouble, like be like, oh, that woman's in a bikini. I might be like, oh man, that guy's in a speedo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. okay, slightly different, yeah. but it's, but yes. the root of it's the same. It's yeah, the root it's of it same. is still lust. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Whether it's directed at someone of the same gender or not. Mm -hmm. it's still lust correct now obviously i have to go well you know what for me that's never going to be in the cards where i can be like hey you know what let's get let's get to know each other and get married i know that's not in the cards right okay and it took me a long time to get fine with that you know i I still struggle with that sometimes Mm -hmm. if i'm being honest but i'm more so fine than i am a while ago like i've come to accept that yeah but where i i And this is why I say that is important because here's the difference. When I say I'm a Christian who struggles slightly different, Mm -hmm. I'm not putting my identity in who I'm attracted to. I'm not putting my identity in, you know, all this other thing. I'm putting my identity in Christ. Right. Correct. Same as you should be doing, same as anyone else should be doing that says that they are a Christian. When you have someone in the LGBT community, they put their identity in who they're attracted to for the most part. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to say for the most part, I'm generalizing some, okay. There are some people who are going to be like, no, I don't, blah, blah, blah. Let's have that conversation outside, you know, later. But for the most part, they go, I'm gay. I'm attracted to men, attracted to women, whatever. Therefore, that is my identity. This And with that identity comes these things, mm. you know, you're never going to see me. Wearing a rainbow and and marching on the pride, <laughs> the, the, pride flag thing. No, you're never going you're, down, gonna, you're yeah. never gonna see me doing that, okay? Because I hold too much to the biblical values,
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that actually, and outside of that group that I'm part of online, outside of you know the people that know me personally, you know, like if you were to be like, oh look, there's a person over here who's attracting men you should go over here and join the gay community and do this. And that I would be at the pariah because I'd be like, no, I can't. Mm. They're Like, why not? Because I'm not gay. And they go, well, you're attracted to men. Yeah. Th- th- you're putting my identity here when it's not, I'm a Christian. I just am tempted different. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Yeah. And thankfully Christians, other guys have been very like, Okay, I get it. I understand what's going on. You, Josh, yeah. Andy, uh, both Andys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, get it, you yeah. know, and that's uh thing, you know. But there are people who are outside the church who might not get that, and and that's just this weird concept to them that they will be like, I I don't understand. Why? How 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 can you do that? How could you deny and this is an argument, like, if you read anything from Matthew Vine or anything like that, do you know who Matthew Vine is? Uh, not off the top of my okay, head. Okay, I I figured you probably wouldn't. Uh, so, Matthew Vine is this guy. He went to, I believe it was Harvard. He decided to take a couple of years off. Then he came back, and he's like, and during that couple of years, he's like, I'm going to study um, what the Bible says about homosexuality. Then he came back a couple of years after, you know, he took this time off, and started lecturing and all that stuff. And he goes, well, the Bible is fully accepting of gay people and fully accepting of same sex unions and all this stuff. And mm-hmm. the, there's a lot of things in there that just don't make sense that he says mm-hmm. we don't, we can get into that. Some of that stuff in there if we want to and that, but ultimately it comes down to him that it's also identity issue. It's not your identity in Christ. It's your identity in who you are attracted to. And I'm like, no, we're, we're, you're moving down the wrong path here, buddy. If, if your identity isn't in Christ first, then we have a lot more to discuss, especially if you come under the banner of a Christian. Right. You know, cause he's going around saying you can be gay and a Christian and in a same sex relationship. Right. You know how much I would have loved for that to be true. Right. So much. Yeah, I, but I have to come out. I have to say no, based on how I read the scripture, and yes, based on how we go back and look at some of the old words. When I say the old words, I'm talking the original Hebrew, the original Greek. How it does not affirm that. Hmm.
1: And I, I, <laughs> <laughs> that's. And I know we had talked about either well before at some point, whereas and one of my questions was like yeah how do you address those folks uh that are in the church that are affirming of same sex marriage relationships whatever because like i mean as i was reading through some i mean it was I don't know, not a good example <laughs> okay i mean cuz there there was several uh like there was there was um, they had several examples of like like prescription stuff where it, it talks about I don't know some sort of this stuff, but one and one of the examples. Let me see if I can pull it up quick. It's I don't know why it's going so slow right now. Um, but it was talking about how marriage is like <laughs> where it talks about the marriage between Christ and the body being is. Genderless, so gender shouldn't matter for us as humans, for marriage, sort of thing. And uh, so I was just looking at some of their like different examples as to like how they justify it. And with that being one of the one of the justifications, I was like,
3: No,
0: (laughs) see, okay, so that justification there, that 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 one, they're really pulling and stretching. Okay, you know that those are the same people that that say that Christ was transgendered. Because God doesn't have a gender, therefore Christ doesn't have a gender, and He became aware of His gender at thirty something. Is what they say. It's it's a mess of a theological take a take from their side. In all honesty, there's no there's no good scriptural support for it. You know, mm-hmm. so we have Jesus in the New Testament reaffirming what the idea of marriage is. Marriage is between a man and a woman. He says, as God created them in the garden, man and woman. Mm-hmm. So a man will leave his family to join with his wife. Mm-hmm. Okay. You have that. And the people go, oh, no, no, but you're misinterpreting things. You're, and so they, they keep coming back So to the, what are titled the six clobber passages, if you're familiar with those at all these are the really the only six verses that directly reference homosexuality in the Bible. Mm. Okay. Now I say directly as in the words around them are in there. There are other passages which reference concepts around this, Mm. but they, they come back to these six because they go, well, if we can defeat these six verses, that means we're in the clear on things. Okay. Mm. You know, so, first one they come back to is Sodom and Gomorrah, you know, in Genesis. All right. And they go, well, no, it wasn't about homosexuality. It wasn't about anything. It, it was about them not showing hospitality, hospitality and kindness to strangers. That's what they go. Right. And, and that's what, and that's what they do. It, to be fair, to be fair, there are other points in the old Testament which talk about Sodom and Gomorrah not being hospitable. What they roughly forget is that Jude 7 then comes back and references, Jude, part of the New Testament, comes back and references Sodom and Gomorrah and says, just as Sodom and Gomorrah and the surrounding cities, which likewise indulged in sexual immorality and pursued unnatural desire, serve as an example by undergoing a punishment of eternal fire. Okay. So if you want to stick to just Old Testament stuff, then maybe you can get away with some of that But But then when Jude comes back and brings this and references this, we got an issue because you can't have it both ways. And then people go, well, but Jewish scholars said Sodom and Gomorrah, they're just wicked cities to begin with. Yes, they were wicked cities. This was part of their wickedness. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then they'll go, well, okay. But the Jews, Jewish culture, you know, and this then starts referencing like stuff in Leviticus about uh because you know, in Leviticus you have all the laws. Leviticus 1822. Do not have sexual relations with a man as one does with a woman. That is detestable. Interesting. So detestable is an interesting word there. And I think um me and you talked about this even before uh today's session, um, where essentially that's a word in English. Or it's also abomination, mm-hmm. translating English, okay? Right. The word for abomination occurs in Leviticus six times. All of them deal with Leviticus 18, dealing with incest, child sacrifice, sexual sins. When it says stuff like eating pork is an it abomination, it's using a different Hebrew word. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, in English, we're reading it as this is an abomination, this is abomination, this is an abomination. And we're like, these are all on the same level but the Hebrew words are actually different levels. They're different words. We just translate them horribly into English as (laughs) abomination. And so therefore everything seems to be the same. When the Hebrews understand, there's a difference. And then they go, well, okay. But all the law was, you know, no longer applied because we're New Testament under Jesus. Jesus said he came to complete the law, first off. Hmm. Second off, there's things in there uh, after you know, afterwards where, and we, I think we, even we've read about this in Acts where all of a sudden we, you know, Peter goes, has a vision of the, the food that was unclean. And God says, I didn't make unclean food. Mm-hmm. Guess what? That repeals all those like cleanliness food things. Also same stuff about like mixed fabrics, same sort of deal. Guess what it was never repealed by Jesus ever in the new Testament. Anything regarding the Holiness Code, stuff like marriage, stuff like homosexuality, stuff like child sacrifice, that sort of stuff. Mm. And people will go, well, you're just, yeah, you just want what you want. Dude, I would love that <laughs> if biblically that was allowed. Right. Okay? Yeah. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Um, like I said, it's taken me a long time to understand I'm not going to have a traditional style family. You know, I'm not going to have a spouse and I'm not going to have kids with said spouse, okay? I have a different type of family. My family isn't going to be the spouse that, you know, whatever. It's going to be brothers that I'm close to and around that hold me accountable and I hold them accountable too on different things because we each struggle with different things. You, Andy, Josh, you guys are my family. The church that I go to is part of my family. Mm -hmm. I have a different family structure. Would I love for it to be at that traditional family? Yes. That's on the cards for me. And that's taken a while to understand and to accept. And so people go, well, you're asking that person to be lonely then. You're asking them to be without. There's a difference between being lonely and being single. Mm-hmm. I can be single and not lonely. I could be married with, lonely. <laughs> with, you know, 20 kids and lonely. Yeah. I'm not lonely. I, I have been at points. Mm-hmm. Obviously the depression of that didn't help, but I'm not now. And I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that, that's where it is. You know, and I got asked this question by uh, the new pastor, Andy at the new church I go to. Mm-hmm. Because I, I talked to him before I signed up with a teams. Because I said, "Look here, here's where I am. Here's what I, I don't affirm in what I affirm." I was like, "Is it cool if I serve here?" Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Yeah, that's fine." He goes, "But if you ever get like a partner, It changes things, you know, of the, the same gender." He's like, "Then we're going to have a conversation, and you're going to be out." And I'm like, "That's that's cool. I get it." Mm-hmm. And he asked me a question I found very interesting. <laughs> he was like. If God ever changed your desires and oh, um, yeah. found a woman, would you marry her? I'm like in a heartbeat.
3: <laughs> in a heartbeat. <laughs>
1: I
0: forget. That's right. He did ask that. You know, mm-hmm. and that's what I said I was trying to say earlier. I was like, "There's probably some. There's some girls, uh, ladies, I should probably give an apology to."
1: And that's I. I, I was gonna ask. <laughs> that was a part of like way back in my first question. Was um so like obviously having that mindset, um. D- so did you? I was gonna ask like, yeah, did you ever try and like force yourself to change that mindset, sort of thing, and like as in like I had in here it's like. <laughs> so, all right, so, did you have, it or did you try to change it by looking for a, a relationship with a good old gal?
3: But, <laughs> That's just the same way to put it, but yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I did. And to be honest, that wasn't fair to them. They never knew. Oh, okay. That they, was some good would they, be they, a follow-up. Yes. The, uh, yeah. The, and up until now, they don't know. Yeah. Um, that's why I said I probably owe them some apologies. And that's... I, I never really... Yeah, I never put...
1: Wait. What? Was lacrosse after that? Like any relationship? No, no. Lacrosse was literally during. Right? What
0: no lacrosse was before. It was
1: before. Well, yeah, it was before, but it was like it was during kind of like I the whole like I guess still looking for a relationship kind of thing. Yeah. And I guess yeah, I never I never even
0: thought about that. Yeah, so And that's what I said. I probably owe them apologies. I I definitely dated women to try to force that perspective change, I guess you could say. Mm -hmm. Force that attraction change and just it didn't work. Mm. And that being said, I've read stories where that has worked for some people. There are actually stories out there. If you look, there are guys. And I, I, I don't agree you should force it. There are some people who believe that If you're same-sex attracted, you should be forced to marry a woman and just go through with it and everything and have children and everything will be all right. That might work for some people and they might be happy. Some are very unhappy and they'd end up getting divorced because obviously that's not what they want. And so I'm like, I I, I don't want to force that. And I don't want to force another person into that, Mm -hmm. especially if they don't know. Right. Now, fair if they enough. if they know and they're like, oh yeah, cool, I'm I'm fine with that, then hey, whatever, let's let's talk. But mm-hmm. in all honesty, that's probably not fair to them because be like, hey, look, we're gonna get married. Um, yeah, I'm not attracted to you. Uh, I'd rather look at the guys on the beach. <laughs> what <laughs> wife would love that? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> hey, honey, Dude, I don't some... have eyes for you. I have eyes for the groomsmen. <laughs> Okay. That doesn't work.
1: Okay. I can see how that kind of makes things a little complicated.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, there are guys who have done that and mm. obviously they, they say they're being successful with it and great. I'm glad for them. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it, that helps out with that. I, at where I'm at, I just don't think that's the case for me Were that to ever change though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Whew, that, yes. Yes. Okay. So then that that yeah that already answered another one. What was like, the question? It was like so. I was like, do you personally hope that someday you
0: could have a change in mind from? Dude, I have been. Yeah. I have been asking that from God. Yeah. Since I was a teenager. Yeah. Mm. And, You know, people always go, "Well, you just a, have to have enough faith to ask." You know this. All right. Okay. Fine. But if that's what you think, cool. I've asked for many it's, years, and, mm-hmm. you know, they always go, God will always answer the prayer. Sometimes it's no. Right. You and and you know what? You want. Right now the answer is no. Mm-hmm. I look to things like, in, in a weird way, my namesake in, in some regard, um, Paul from the Bible. We don't know what the thorn in his flesh was. Mm-hmm. It's never, some people speculate that, you know, a myriad of things, and you can speculate things all you want. That's fine until we know it. We we don't know. And, you know, he always says, you know, I have, you know, he goes, I asked for this thorn to be removed, you know, multiple times essentially and never has, but it's going to stay here now for the glory, for God to be glorified essentially through this. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of where I've landed at mm-hmm. is, I'm not. I would love for this to be yeah. just purged out. On. Will it happen? I would love it to, but realistically, I'm turning forty at the end of this month. Man, it's that's already May. It's already it's twenty plus years of this. Mm-hmm. I don't see that happening. Right. But if it happened, whoo, 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 yeah, I'm jumping at the opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> And
1: I guess, yeah, to follow up with it was because, yeah, like, is there anything, I guess, obviously, besides, like, praying and stuff, I guess, I don't know. Was there anything that you ever, like, looked into as far as, like, having some sort of, I guess, in a sense, you could say help with it? And then, obviously, like, as familiar, like, trying to be in a relationship with a woman and stuff like that, yeah, I see how that's, like, trying to be like, hey, like, <laughs> but yeah. it's just not happening. Um, I guess. Yeah, I wasn't sure if there's any
0: other like sort of. I mean, there's things to do, or there out, used to be a lot in this space of um, what they call like conversion therapy sort of thing. Is what they called it, yes. right? Yes. Yeah, right. um, there was. There's some isu- There's a lot of issues with some of that. Mm-hmm. I said some, not all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them, how they ran them, just horrible honestly sure. it was like electroshock therapy combined with like straight porn so See,
3: was, okay. and then like if
0: you ever saw gay porn they would you know they would then shock you so it kind of gets you, you it's know, trying to yeah burn
1: that image in your brain bad this good
0: yeah. yeah but they would actually use straight porn as part of it that's not always a good no. thing right there was also a lot of people who and a lot of these you know, conversion therapies, whatever, would be told that because they were attracted to someone of the same sex or same gender that they were, you know, basically trash. And they ended up hating themselves, causing depression in them, causing suicide. So how that works wasn't always the best, okay? Mm-hmm. That's, that's why it's being outlawed. Well, there's multiple reasons why it's being outlawed in many states um, beyond that, plus it also goes against the narrative currently of, you know, of, yeah, of June, essentially, let's say. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, have I looked at it? Yeah. But at the same time, I also understand the potential downfalls of it, you know? And I also go, yeah. Now, there are people who go, yeah, you just pray it away, just pray it away, just do this, do this. And, <laughs> oh, man, those people, I, I want to strangle you with love and tell you. If I could just pray this away, man, it would have been gone in my yeah, early thirties. <laughs> right. Cause, oh man. And the amount of time like I would just hide it from people, just like it took me forever to tell you and mm-hmm. and Andy and Josh and that. Um I recently told our former youth pastor or your former former youth pastor. Mm. Um Yeah. Because he wasn't, he was never a youth pastor when I was in youth group. Uh right. But I worked with him as a youth leader, mm-hmm. uh, Toby. And I talked with him about it. And yeah, that was a very interesting conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, ultimately in the end, he goes, he, he goes, man, I, first off, he was like, thank you for telling me. And then he's like, it's like, I, goes, I can't even understand how this would be. <laughs> you know, not as like, how this happened, but like, no, like how difficult that could be to deal with. And process. To that
1: and yeah.
0: And don't get me wrong. There are times like, especially late twenties or thirties, I'm seeing all these people I know all of a sudden coupling up and getting married and that. And I'm like, this, yep. would, this, would, <laughs> this would be great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like being in that wedding and baby season yeah i just i guess in my life with all my friends left well no nah, i shouldn't say all my friends but like several friends it's like oh okay married oh you're expecting already oh oh okay here you just hitched up oh okay <laughs> yep
0: here's to die yeah.
1: yeah it's all right it's all right though i don't mind it
0: look man it, you know where are you so far. where you eventually get married or you stay single for yeah. whatever reason mm-hmm. which is your own reason to be single or get married the 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 fundamental thing is not to put your identity in if you have a relationship or not with another person. It's put your relationship in Christ.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: He's our he. Well, yeah, he should be our how our our identity. Wow, I couldn't get yeah. that word out. And and Paul does say in the scriptures that those who are single don't have to worry about a lot of things. They can spend more time serving the church. And I precisely I. Try to take advantage of that as well. You know, mm-hmm. I'm involved in the soundboard team now. We'll be involved in live streaming once we get that all kind of figured out. Mm-hmm. Involved with the youth group, you know, and all this stuff. I've already had one kid be like, Oh gosh. He's like, You know, because I'm newer. So he's just, he's still asking the questions. Trying, jerk. Try, no, he's not being a jerk. <laughs> he's trying to get to know me. He's like, he's like You married? No. You have kids? No why not? You're old. (laughs) And I just sat there and I was like, dude, if you only knew. (laughs) And he asked this, like they, they have this thing in the youth group called family time. So it's like a couple minutes. I was like, dude, there is not enough time right now to explain everything. (laughs) I
3: was like,
0: this would be a long conversation. And I, I was like, I'm still new to this youth group. So, um, it's not happening. (laughs) Yeah. I, I didn't say the, the, what I really wanted to say was I don't feel comfortable having this conversation with you yet. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. there's, it's still the, like you said, it's still that stigma out there. It's still that thing. Right. Like I said, I know a bunch of guys who got removed from positions or asked to leave their churches and all that just because they finally admitted to someone that they were struggling with this issue. They felt devastated afterwards and I don't blame them. No, And no. they, and they felt torn up they didn't know what to do they already felt less than and then they're being asked to step
2: down and leave and it's hurtful and the
0: church is i don't know if the church is handling it properly yet thankfully the two i've been (laughs) involved with with this is Mm -hmm. handling it at a decent pace they're handling it properly they're addressing it properly but the church as a whole seems to be struggling. Part of that is there's a lot of churches right now that are very gay affirming, gay marriage affirming in that. There was a guy I went uh, to college with, his wife, him and his wife separated. Okay, Uh, She is now a pastor at a church in Pennsylvania with her wife. You know, very, you know, they went to Cornerstone with me at the same time. There's a bunch of guys that I I shouldn't say a bunch. There's a couple of guys I know that cornerstone at the same time. I, you know, the, there's that kind of old joke, the Gadar sort of deal. Okay, I kind I of picked that in a long time. I know. <laughs> I, I kind of picked up the two of them right away. Like I was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. My suspicions turned out right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Nice. I should ask them if I ever tripped up their. <laughs> you guys caught my radar, but yeah, yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those interesting things to see over time. Those who I went to school with, and that, and then they're now very pro LGBT. They're very pro gay. They're very pro all this, and I'm sitting over in the corner going, I I can't be. I read the scriptures, and the scriptures do not tell me that this is okay. They go, Oh, you're misreading. Tell me where. Cause I'd like to, I'd like, (laughs) I I would like to learn. Oh yeah. First Corinthians. No, sorry. Paul was pretty clear. Well, that's because we don't know how it's translated. Yeah, we do know how these words are translated. Sorry. Just, we would like them to be translated a different way or try to add a little more cultural context to make it acceptable to do what we want to do. Trust me, that'd be so easy to do. Right. Um, again, Christopher Yuan, if you haven't listened to a lot of his stuff, uh, he talks about, it's kind of the same thing um, in his book, Out of a Far Country. It's a book co-written between him and his mom. Like they trade off chapters. One writes one chapter, one writes the other chapter, each from their perspective. And uh, he talks about his time in jail when he just came to Christ. Gay guy living... Think I think by that point he had been diagnosed with AIDS. Um, he had been arrested for drug charges, he was selling drugs. It's it's a good story, go read it. Um, but eventually in jail he found Christ and he went to the chaplain there and he's like, Look, he's like, I'm I'm gay, I'm a Christian, da da da. And the chaplain gave him a book and said, See, you can be gay and a Christian and have like a same sex partner. Oh, yeah. And Yuan, he, you know, he's like, you know, he says in his book, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically he read through that book that he was given and he goes, no, they're mutilating scripture, gave it back to the chaplain said, no, and, and said, I'm going to go by what the Bible says. Oof. Yeah. He didn't like that. <laughs> you know, and after he got out of jail, you know, with the help of his parents and that, um, he actually went to Moody, became a student and then taught for a while. And now he goes around talking about Christians, same-sex attraction and gay community and all that. He has a lot of interviews out there. So Christopher Yon, good guy. Definitely recommend checking, this, him. Yeah, checking him out. He has a lot of good stuff to say. And, you know, he's walked through a lot of this, you know, further than I have, you know, he mm-hmm. actually has had multiple boyfriends and, and sex partners and that. And so he, mm-hmm. He came out of, not that trying to compare or anything here, uh, mm-hmm. but you know he came out of a a bigger pit, so to speak. Right. You know yeah. he came from a deeper depths of despair to where he is now and can talk about this and says this, um, just like they say. I don't. I don't know if you've. Ever, I know. A, I know you know this because we've talked about this. There's a side A, B, X, and Y Christianity
1: yeah so you asked me which was like just from reading it which one do you think i am Uh uh-huh i don't remember which one that was but i remember guessing the right one
0: (laughs) (laughs) thank you for joining us on this week's episode of User words podcast yeah that was uh just part one of the conversation that we had so join us next week for part two and aaron ends the episode in part two the only way that aaron can